Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Two hours in the books here on this Sunday morning edition of Overtime. It's the Youngest in Charge movement. Linnell Willingham riding with you till 105 before we dish the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll get you tuned up for Nats and Marlins. The Curly W's looking for the series sweep over those Florida boys. It is a 141st pitch. Trevor Williams on the bump for Davey Martinez's squad. And per usual, you can hear all of the action right here on your flagship home of the Washington Nationals, 1067. The family just made history, at least for me, here on Overtime. My first ever Washington Commanders 53-man roster projection if you missed any of that, you're in luck. Make sure you download the always free Odyssey app. Use the Odyssey Rewind feature and go back to the 1030 segment to hear my thoughts on who will be hanging around on this roster come 4 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday. I want to hand a little housekeeping note here real quick. We got a bunch of big-time Commanders fans out there tapped in listening to us right now, including some season ticket holders. And I'm not talking about your regular degular season ticket holders. Some folks that are dropping a pretty penny to get some club-level seats, shout out my guy MJ5 having a birthday and celebrating that today. They were out in attendance yesterday uh, for preseason game number three. Hopefully they give me some of their tickets during the regular season, and I can sit down and be in those good club-level seats getting me some discounted brewskis. Shout out to MJ5, though, uh, with the birthday he's celebrating today. Young cat. So hopefully you may see him growing up in the uh, Little League football ranks here before you know it. I told you when we came back from the break, that I'd let you hear from Dan Orlovsky of NFL Live. Christy, did I, did I toss you the uh, Dan Orlovsky sound there? So we do have, we do, we'll hear from Dan Orlovsky of NFL Live coming up here momentarily. He talked about it the other day. He was very, very influential uh, in terms of, in terms of, you know, the national perspective to me uh, on Sam Howe. I think. The one thing that Dan Orlovsky talked about, and we'll let you hear this audio, he expressed a concern that I had with this Washington Commanders offense, specifically the young quarterback, Sam Howe. And when I came out and gave this concern, I was looked at as foolish, and I'm a hater, and I don't know what I'm talking about, and I want the kid to fail. No, no, no. If you're actually a fan of me, and you actually listen to what the hell I say, you understand that I was clamoring for Sam Howe to play last year. So the fact that, you know, he's now getting this opportunity and he's performing, I'm not surprised by it. I said it in the last segment. Anytime you're a rookie fifth-round quarterback and you're in the room 
with a six-year veteran and a five-year veteran and Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz. Anytime you're beating them out onto the practice field and outworking them post-practice, it lets me know just how serious you are about being a successful NFL quarterback. His work that he did in the classroom Monday through Saturday, to me, is why this coaching staff is super bullish on him and why they are willing to give him the keys to the Ferrari, so to speak, and allow him the room to grow and develop as the starting quarterback of this football team. His performance on Monday really, to me, locked this job up for real. 19 to 25, a buck 88, two touchdowns. And the thing I loved about Sam Howell on Monday night against the Baltimore Ravens, it wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but he never blinks. You never see him get too high. You never see him get too low. Doesn't show a whole lot of emotion out there. When he threw the touchdown to De'Ami Brown, he came in there and gave the big thumbs up and showed off that big grin that he has. But him growing and developing into the emotional leader on offense is the next step to me in his growth to maturation. Because I think as a player, he's in a good of a spot as you could be in being a fifth-round pick uh, from a season ago. The one concern and the one qualm that I've had with Sam Howe dating all the way back to training camp is how he handles adversity and how he handles pressure. Because this offensive line, and I mean no disrespect, is not, let's call it what it is. They are a below average to average group. Let's call it what it is, right? They got a couple of really good players up front. They got a couple of really inexperienced players up front as well. All in all, though, I think the way Sam Howell handles pressure and the way Sam Howell finds answers, so to speak, for opposing defenses is going to dictate the success not only of this offense but of this football team. We've had a couple of different examples here throughout the preseason. Week one against Cleveland, he takes a pretty bad sack that ends up putting them in a really unbearable third and long situation. We saw it against Baltimore. He took a bad sack, put them in a third and long situation. He was able to convert that third and long, though. But the fact of the matter is this. The defenses are so vanilla and so basic right now that I'm sure the teams on Washington's schedule are looking at this preseason tape going, hmm, yeah, Sam Howell's got mobility. Yeah, Sam Howell's got arm strength. But does he have answers when we provide pressure? Dan Orlovsky of NFL Live also asked that same question about Sam Howell earlier this week. Take a listen. And he's got to show that he has the answers to when defense present questions when it comes to pressure packages. Okay, this is week one of the preseason, okay? You have a corner that or tailback that's coming in from motion matched by defensive back. So he knows there's some type of zone defense. Now the back is going to be on a free release. So we have five guys offensive line-wise in protection. Now what the commanders are going to do is they're going to take their center, right guard, and right tackle and take them to the bottom of the screen. That's going to leave two offensive linemen to the left side. And the defense has three people to that side, okay? Now, quarterback-wise, if two of those guys come, we're completely fine. If all three of them come, I have a problem. One, two, three guys pressuring. And they have a zone drop on the back side. That means that we are hot. Now, Sam Howell has no idea what's going on right now with the answer that should be either right now or right now. But because that one unblocked defender comes free, he holds on to the football, and then there's a sack. Week one of the preseason. 
Now we'll go to week two of the preseason because defensive coordinators pay attention to this. Back goes in motion, matched by a corner, we're in zone defense. They're going to do a very similar thing. They're going to take the center, right guard, and right tackle and push them to the right. That is going to leave us with two offensive linemen backside. The defense has three people to that side. If two of those guys come, we're fine. We're two on two. If all three pressure, we again are going to be in a hot situation. What do the Ravens do defensively? They bring all three guys. Here it comes. One, two, three. The tackle is going to squeeze down, and we have again that zone dropper. Sam Howell, you need to know that that's a problem. Ball should be out of your hands right now because that's an unblocked defender, but instead he gets surprised by it. And sack. I love Sam Howell. I think he's super talented. This is a little bit of a product of him growing in college in an RPO-based offense, the run-pass option, where there's not a ton of control for protection at the line of scrimmage. But defensive coordinators are sitting there watching this going, if you don't show us that you can handle this stuff, we're going to send it every stinking play. If I was Sam Howell in Washington, I would expect to get blitzed a ton early in the season because until you show it, it's going to keep coming. Dan Orlovsky giving out the blunt, harsh reality and truth about Sam Howell during this preseason. Look, I continue to say it. This isn't the first time I brought this up. There are going to be growing pains for Sam Howell on this commander's offense to start the season for a lot of the reasons that Dan Orlovsky just outlined for us. And I'll be honest, I say it kind of jokingly and facetiously, but I don't blame Sam Howell for the sacks that he's taken to this point during the preseason. I blame Ron Rivera and this coaching staff for not getting him on the field sooner last year. It just is what it is at this point. There is a natural growth and development and natural growing pains that he's going to have as he continues to play more. And as Dan Orlovsky put it, he is facing the most vanilla, simplistic pressure packages right now that he's going to see all year. It's the preseason. Teams aren't game-planning blitzes. Teams aren't game-planning pressures to, to, to bring blitzes from, from places that you can't see well. So during the regular season, when Washington's got to go up against Arizona, Washington's got to go up against Denver, Buffalo, Philadelphia, Chicago, all teams that are well-versed in sending pressure, Washington's going to have to deal with that during the regular season. And my big question now is this. Are we worried about Sam Howell's growing pains potentially hampering this football team to start? I want to take your calls on that. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Lister lines. You can tweet at me as well. It is at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We heard from Dan Orlovsky. We've seen it with our own two eyes. Is there any concern about Sam Howell's growing pains hampering this football team going into week one? Because I'll be honest with you, I really do expect this group to struggle to start out. And when I say struggle, struggle can come in all shapes and sizes, right? Sam Howell could struggle, and the football team could still win. This offensive line could struggle, and the football team could still win. My question is this, and the thing that I'm really looking at is this. How long is it going to take Sam Howell to understand and diagnose pressure packages? How quickly... Is he going to be able to solve the problems that opposing defenses are going to be bringing at him? I don't agree with Dan Orlovsky on a lot of different things, man. He's a smart cat, though. But I do agree with him on this. If you don't think the other 31 teams across the National Football League are watching this on tape, if you don't think the the people that are on Washington's schedule are watching this tape going, you know what? 
yeah, Sam Howell's had a pretty damn good preseason. He showed off the arm strength. He showed off the ball placement, the accuracy. But clearly the one area that he struggled is finding answers versus pressure. And I said it during training camp. If you go back on my Twitter and look at probably the second two-minute drill that I did during camp, that was one of my main takeaways. How does Sam Howell respond to pressure? How quickly can Sam Howell get to answers versus pressure? Because the one thing that Eric Bieniemy and this offense does really well is they provide easy answers for the quarterback. The question is, how quickly is Sam Howell going to get to those answers and find those answers? One play in particular that stood out to me during training camp, and I think the day after it happened or the day that it happened, I was on the air that night for overtime, and I came on here and tried my best to break it down for you. Right side of the offensive line breaks down. Montez Sweat runs the hoop on Andrew Wiley, and he's immediately in Sam Howell's face. Now, the answer to that pressure was wide open in the flat form. Jonathan Williams standing there alone. But the pressure from Montez Sweat caused the ball to sail and fall incomplete. Now, that's a better outcome than what we've seen during the preseason. Because during the preseason, he's not even getting the ball out. He's just taking the sacks. If you all remember when this team got it turned around, so to speak, offensively last year, it was when they were able to stay ahead of the chains and get themselves into third and manageable situations. I don't think the formula is going to vary too much this year from what it was last year. That's still the situations that they want to be in offensively. This is really, to me, more so a a horizontal passing game than it is a vertical passing game. Now, there will definitely be vertical elements of this passing game. They'll get to it off of play action. They'll have their design deep shots. I know Kansas City ran a ton of four verts last year. So I know they'll get to it that way. But, man, when we look at this offense and look at the steps that they still have to take to become a finished product, there's still a long way to go. But the one thing I'll continue to say about Washington offensively, to me, the process is far more important than the overall game-to-game results. It just is. Because at the end of the day, despite it not making sense to me, I think this year is about figuring out whether or not Sam Howell is your starting quarterback for the future. Now, I don't agree with that philosophy at all. I don't, because I think it's organizational malpractice to be trying to develop a young signal caller in year four of a five-year deal, straight up. That's just how I feel about the situation. I think the way Ron and company have handled quarterbacks since they've gotten here has been piss poor. It's like they're playing Madden or something out there. I don't understand a lot of the moves they made at that position. But they may have struck gold with this kid, Sam Howe. I really do believe that. The concern that I have with him, though, is because he's a young cat, is there ever going to be a a time during the season where you have a conflict? And that conflict will be between Ron Rivera, the head coach, and Ron Rivera, the talent evaluator and executive. You're at a point right now where you got to win in order to keep your job. How long is the leash for Sam Howe? How much are you willing to put up with his growing pains that he's going to have to go through at the start of the regular season? Because let's not be naive about it. We've only seen Sam Howell for about a game and a half. We've seen six full quarters of Sam Howell in terms of being the guy and being the starter. 
Last year in Week 18 against Dallas, this first half against Baltimore on Monday night, and then the quarter that he got against uh, the Cleveland Browns in the preseason opener. So we still haven't seen a ton of Sam Howell. There's still a lot for him to learn. There's still a lot of growth that still has to happen. And we do know this offensive coaching staff, spearheaded by Eric Bieniemy, they have a lot of pressure on them as well to alleviate some of the pain and alleviate some of the decision-making of Sam Howell. The one thing I love about this West Coast offense that they're running, though, he's got quick answers to pressure. And he's got the ability to get the ball out of his hands on time, accurately, in rhythm. If you notice, even going back to his time at USC, and this is with any quarterback, once you are in rhythm as a passer, your confidence grows a little bit. You start forcing the ball into some tighter windows. You get a little bit more moxie and swagger about you. I love that about Sam Howland. It's very evident when he plays that when he gets in rhythm and when he gets more comfortable, the ball comes out quicker. He takes some more chances. And I think Washington will end up benefiting from his decision-making. My only concern, as I continue to say, how long is it going to take him? Or how much is it going to hurt this offense, so to speak, as he struggles to maneuver through pressure? And pressure comes in all shapes and sizes. I'm not really, when I talk about pressure, I'm not talking about when teams send four and five guys. I'm talking about these six and seven-man pressures that we can potentially see. I'm talking about the delayed blitzes from the secondary. I'm talking about the complex looks that he's going to get during the regular season. How well is he going to be able to handle that? How long is it going to take him to grow in that aspect of his game? 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listing lines. You can tweet at me as well. It is at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. I guess the question is this. Are you concerned about Sam Howe's growing pains hampering this football team come the regular season? And when I say concerned, I basically mean, do you think it's something to where they're going to have to eventually take him out of the lineup? I don't think it gets that bad because I think he's, a, he's an auto-corrector. That's the one thing we continue to hear. I don't think he'll make the same mistake twice. But at the end of the day, would he put out on tape during training camp and during this preseason is that, yeah, when he's got time and when he's in a rhythm and when he's protected, he's a hell of a thrower of the football. But one concern that I have with this young man is how he'll be able to survive in the face of pressure. We know he's got the mobility to escape the pocket. The one other thing I want to see from Sam Howe that I feel like we haven't seen on a consistent basis is, I don't know if it's because he's a smaller quarterback, but whenever he gets pressure, he tends to escape the pocket instead of sometimes stepping up and trying to find a throwing lane. This is why I thought he needed to play in the final preseason game yesterday. He needs as many game-like reps as he could possibly get. Just think about it like this. To me, everyone was so geeked up about the joint practices versus Baltimore. To me, it's so hard to accurately evaluate the quarterback position when you know he's not going to get hit. See, in practice, Sam Howe going through his progressions in practice and in the game are night and day. Your mental process gets gets sped up. You go through your progressions a little bit quicker 
when you understand that you can actually get tapped and touched. Want to open up the phones, though. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You heard the concerns from Dan Orlovsky of ESPN. When we come back, we'll take your calls. Are you worried about Sam Howe's growing pains potentially hampering this Washington Commanders football team? We'll take your calls next here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. You can tweet at me as well. It is at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. It's overtime. Here on 1067 The Fan, we are simulcasted on our sister station, the Team 980, and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 105 before we hand things over to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. Talking all things quarterback right now for the Burgundy and Gold. We'll let you hear from Dan Orlovsky of NFL Live in the last segment. But in a nutshell, man, Dan expressing the same concern that I've expressed here over the past month or so. I love everything I've seen from Sam Howe up to this point. My big question, though, that still exists How well is he going to be able to handle pressure? How quickly is he going to be able to find answers to pressure? And then the natural growing pains that we expect a young quarterback to go through, how much do we expect that to hamper this football team during the regular season? Because guess what? When you're in year four of a five-year deal and you got a roster that's ready to win now, if it's one guy holding the football team back, my question becomes, how long do you rock with that one guy? But that being said, I continue to say this about Sam Howe. I agree with everything that has come out of that building. He is an autocorrector. Oftentimes does not make the same mistake twice. I got to see this firsthand last year, just how much it means to Sam Howe to be a quarterback in the National Football League. A lot of the times in the NFL, in life, and in pro sports in general, you get out what the hell you put in. Straight up. Seven days out of the week and twice on Sundays. Right? Sam Howe last year was the first quarterback on the practice field and the last quarterback to leave for about 12 to 13 consecutive days during training camp. 
I said it last year during camp. And I was met with criticism and all. You're gassing the kid. No way, right? I said this on about day number six. Day number six of camp last year became very evident between Carson, Heineke, and uh, Sam Howe. It was very evident that Sam Howell had the best combination of arm strength and accuracy between those two guys. Wasn't even close. The big question mark and the big deficiency that he had was footwork and timing, getting the football out on time and things of that nature. That is where he struggled last year. But credit to Kenny Zampezi, the quarterback's coach last year. He worked with Sam Howell each and every day after practice and each and every day during the regular season. So the growth that he was able to make between the summer to even when he became the backup behind Taylor was night and day. And the one thing you continue to hear was the players talking about, man, you know Sam's got it when he's challenging guys on the scout team. You know Sam's got it when he's beating starting defenders with his arm. And I think there was numerous stories of that last year, and it was part of the reason why I was clamoring for Howe to get some run last year. The game that I continue to point to where I would have went to Sam Howe was that home game against the Green Bay Packers. If y'all remember, Taylor Heineke tried to single-handedly throw us out of that football game with the interception. He had the fumble that was returned for a touchdown. Obviously, he had a much better fourth quarter and second half. But to me, that was the point where you hand the keys over to the young pup. They didn't. Obviously, they end up winning that football game, so the rest was history. But in terms of the growing pains that Sam Howell is going to go through, I think part of it could have been mitigated if they went to him last year. Want to hit the phones on this, though. MGM, National Harbor Listener Lines, wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Let's go to Mark in Springfield. What's going on, Mark? Good morning, Linnell. Nice doing, to buddy? hear you on a Sunday morning. Yes, Good. Sir, nice man. to hear you on a Sunday morning. Appreciate I'm not worried at all. Mm-hmm. He's a rookie. He might be a first-year starter. But he's not really a rookie. He's not just coming out of college. He knows the playbook. He knows the system. And he, everybody's learning the enemy's system. And I think the enemy's pushing him. I think he's got that same quality that all the other great NFL quarterbacks have had, and that's an intangible. Mm-hmm. You can know the plays. You can make the throws. You can be technically correct. He can learn the, you know, the blitzes and the combinations and the things to do. So there will be some growing pains. But he understands that, and he's got that confidence, and I think guys will follow him. I think he's got that leadership potential. I think he's got the best intangibles for a quarterback we've seen since the first year Kirk Cousins stepped on the field. And there was a night and day difference, I think, even between him and RG3. Cousins looked like an NFL quarterback, and he deserved to be an NFL quarterback. He thunk like one, he acted like one, and I think the same thing was Howell. And I think you're going to find Howell will be aggressive, He'll learn when to throw it away. He can make those tight window throws. And, yes, there'll be some growing pains. But I'm not all worried about it. I think this year they're really somewhere between, you know, a seven and a nine-win team. They get a little luck, maybe ten. But I think you're going to find that Howell will grow immensely this year. And next year, I think that's really when you're talking about should, would, and have to make the playoffs, you know, as long as the rest of the team holds together. One question, mm-hmm. what's the offensive line what's the offensive line gonna do? I mean, I think you're yeah. right. They're a little below average to maybe average. So, you know, if he can deal with that, he can deal with a lot. Also the one thing I noticed about him, he has the best pocket presence that I've seen 
in a Washington quarterback since Kirk Cousins. If you'll notice, when he gets uh-huh. pressure, sure, he got sacked. But if you'll notice, he steps to the side, he steps back, he feels the pressure. He doesn't just run from the pocket like Heineke did, running for his life. <laughs> he'll make a step left or right and get rid of the ball, evade a little pressure, and then he'll look for the receiver, short receiver, you know, a West Coast receiver, and get rid of the ball. So I'm not really worried about it at all. I'm looking for an average 500 season, and better than that, great. Less than that, I'm looking for next year. Hey, Mark, I appreciate the call as always, my friend. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Line starting to fill up here. If you're on the line, stay there. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll run through the rest of your calls. Get your answers ready because I need some hot and heavy answers here, right? Are you genuinely concerned? To be honest here, there's nothing wrong with being concerned. Are you concerned? about Sam Howe's growing pains hampering this starting offense during the regular season. We'll take your calls once I give more of my thoughts next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Coming up, top of the hour at high noon, our pal Trevor Sikkim is set to join the program. Lead draft analyst for Pro Football Focus. He is also the co-host of Pro Football Focus's Stock Exchange podcast We'll take a spin around the National Football League and look at all the hot-button topics coming out of preseason week number three. That coming up at the top of the hour when Trevor Sycamore joins the program. Right now, I want to continue to take your calls. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. You can tweet at me as well. It is at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Question is pretty simple. We know we're dealing with a young quarterback right now in Sam Howell, the fifth-round pick that's got one career start under his belt in week 18 last year against the Dallas Cowboys. He's been pretty much, I'll I'll give him a grade here. How about that? Out of 10, I give Sam Howell about a 7.9, an 8, for how he's performed to this point in training camp and in the preseason. The only area that I feel like he may continue to struggle with as the regular season begins is finding answers against pressure getting the football out of his hands quickly against pressure. We saw it in the Monday night win against Baltimore. We saw it in the preseason opener against Cleveland. Sam Howell has to get the football out of his hands on time and accurately, no matter what the pressure looks like, no matter where the disguised pressure is coming from, whether it's a linebacker blitzing from the second level, whether it's a safety or a corner blitzing from the third level. He's got to become quicker Sharper and faster in terms of his decision-making versus pressure. My question is, are we concerned that that growing pain that he is going to go through 
are we concerned that that is going to hamper this team and hamper this offense during the regular season? Because I'll be honest with you, when you take a look at the schedule, when you take a look at the schedule, and you look at the first four games of the season, everyone's sleeping on Arizona and thinks that Arizona is some pushover. Yeah, they don't have a lot of talent on that football team. But in terms of the way that they've been disguising pressure and the exotic pressure packages that we've seen from them in preseason, first of all, credit to Logan Paulson for, for telling me this. I went back and then confirmed. If you go back to Arizona's week one preseason game, they were probably the only team in week one of the preseason showing a cover zero look against Denver. They made Russell Wilson look like a damn fool in the preseason opener running cover zero, disguising pressures. It's one of those situations where I'm like, look, I expect Sam Howe to struggle in that aspect of his game. But the one thing I don't want to get lost in all of this is I don't blame Sam Howe for these struggles. I blame Ron Rivera and this coaching staff for not getting him on the field quicker last year. Because each and every game that he plays and each and every coverage that he sees, he's going to get better and better and better. So I'm not going to lie. It's it's a concern. I, I think concern is a strong word. It's something that makes me raise my eyebrow, so to speak. It's something that gets me going, hmm, I'll monitor that as the regular season progresses. Because at the end of the day, we know the formula must be the same for this Washington Commanders offense. You need positive yards on first and second down. You need to stay ahead of the chains and put yourself in third and manageable situations. That's it. That's what the goal of this offense is. They want to run the football. They want to take shots down the field off of play action. And they want to quickly get the ball in the hands of these playmakers. Sam Howe's got to be a point guard this year. That's it. That's all. The one thing that I love about Sam Howe that we haven't seen during the preseason, rarely does this young man put the ball in harm's way. Haven't seen him fumble. Haven't seen him turn it over. All that's good. My question is, once the regular season comes and defenses are game planning and scheming up pressures against him, will he be able to find the answers? Got a Hall of Famer on the line, man. One of my all-time favorites, Rory and Winchester. Long time no speak, my friend. How are you? I'm well. How are you, now? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. Good, good. I was just calling. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say every time I hear overtime's on, I get excited, unless it's not you on the radio. That kind of sucks. <laughs> I appreciate um, it. <laughs> the other thing is I, I'm not worried about how at all, actually. Um, so far, he's proven he's. He's got what it takes to, to learn from his mistakes and get better. At least it seems that way. Um, I'm actually more worried about this defense and these rookie really? corners okay. we got. Yeah, I mean, they've shown a propensity to play poorly in the first half of seasons. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. Second thing is both these rookies haven't really covered well. I mean, sure, they can tackle. Forbes proved he can tackle. Mm -hmm. But he keeps letting guys get the ball, you know? I mean, Zay yeah. Flowers had him on, on the ropes multiple times, you <laughs> yeah. know? He did. Um, and it's just kind of worrisome to me, considering our uh, history at the defense. I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks for having me on. Rory, I always appreciate you tapping in as always, my friend. Yeah, look, I, I agree. And, I, and I'm not, I don't want to speak in hyperbole here when I say this. You can use the word concern and run with it and say that I think Hal's going to fall flat on his face. I think it's a valid concern to have. All I can go off of is what he's put on tape at this point. And what he's put on tape is that, yeah, really good arm, gets the ball out accurately and on time, 
Ball placement's good. The other thing that he has also put on tape that we continue to talk about is his inability or ability to find answers versus pressure. For me, that's the number one thing that I'm concerned about because everything else is there. We know he's got arm strength. We know he's got accuracy. We've seen him show off his mobility, and that's the one thing to me where I was like, man, he better play a lot during this preseason because in practice, you all know it, you can't hit the quarterback. So it's hard to really get a good gauge on that portion of his game and where he's at. And I ain't going to lie, this is from going out and putting in work during the offseason. He looks much more spry in his legs. And this is a dude that wasn't the slowest guy in the world last year, right? He is mobile. If you take out the sack yardage during his final year at UNC, he ran for over 1,000 yards. So the kid's got wheels. I think he's got all the intangibles and is made up of all the right stuff to eventually develop into a top 15 to 12 quarterback in this league. I really do believe that. My question is, how long is it going to take him to get there? 301, excuse me, 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Terry is out in College Park. What's going on, Terry? Hey, bud. I just want to tell you, you know, I think Al's going to have a great season. There are going to be times he's going to look like uh, somebody turned a big light in front of his face on. <laughs> and, yet, and you're going to have to expect that. Yes. There's some growing pains here. You're going to have to expect him to you know, throw the ball with almost got in or something. Or why do you do this or why do you do that? But if we had a great tight end, which we have, we just don't know which one it's going to be yet. Right. And, and if we can hit that running back in a spot where Al and the running back know where they're going to be, then we don't have a problem. <laughs> but, you know, I don't see Al throwing 10 picks this season. I, I, I see him throwing 18, 20, 22 touchdowns. And, you know, and if he could throw a couple of more touchdowns in the red zone that we should have done last year, we'd have been in the playoffs. We'd have won three more games. But, you know, you got four downs from the two-yard line, and you got the, you know, $30 million boy there, and he can't move the ball, you know, <laughs> six feet. Then, yeah. you know, I, I think Al's got wills, man. He does, man. I want to I see him turn one loose and, and, and watch somebody try to catch him. Yeah. I really do. But anyway, I just hope hope that he stays healthy all year. That's our main concern. And if he can grow and take his lumps along the way, I think we got something there for the next three to five years. And and you know, the head coach Ron, you better hope like hell that uh that's right because he may be looking for a new job come at the end of December or something if we stink. Yeah, I think all possibilities are on the table right now, Terry. I appreciate the call as always, my friend. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listening lines. You can tweet at me as well. It is at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. I want to continue to take your calls on Sam Howe. I feel like he has passed every test this coaching staff has given him, dating all the way back to the Week 18 season finale against the Dallas Cowboys. I say it all the time. He caught my eye and caught my attention last offseason when he was the first guy on the practice field and the last guy to leave for about 12 to 13 consecutive practices. So we know he's got the mental makeup and the want to and the drive to be an elite NFL quarterback. The question is, can he actually do it? The question remains, can this team continue to take steps in the right direction while he takes those lumps and while he goes through those growing pains? I want to hear from you guys, though. one 800 
636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor list of lines. The question is simple. Do you expect the growing pains of Sam Howe to hamper this Washington Commanders football team? We'll take your calls next. If you're on the line, stay there. 1-800-636-1067. Welcome back. It's overtime here on 1067 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, riding with it till 105 before we dish the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll get you tuned up for Nats and Marlins. The Curly W's looking for another series sweep. And this is how you know Davey Martinez's ball club has turned a corner here in the second half of the season. My Nats fans out there, you know damn well we never, ever beat the Marlins in Miami. Right now, the fellas on the verge of getting a series sweep. You can hear all the action, of course, right here on your flagship station for Washington Nationals Baseball 1067, The Fan. Coming up in about 10 minutes or so, a pal Trevor Sikkim of the lead draft analyst for Pro Football Focus is set to join the program. We'll take a spin around the National Football League and look at all of the hot-button topics uh, from the first three weeks of the preseason. Plus, we'll get him to answer the question we're asking you right now. Are you concerned about the growing pains of Sam Howell potentially hampering this Washington Commanders football team. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Jonesy out in Arlington. What you doing all the way in Arlington, Jonesy? Hey, man, I'm out here, man, on the hustle, man. Like, on the hustle. Uh, G- <laughs> That's right. Like, G from the shop doing his thing with Instacart, man. I'm rolling with the DoorDash thing. So, check it out. What's up? Uh, I'm just making money. But, um... Look, man, you always starting stuff with this, man. What are you talking about, Josie? <laughs> you always start. Look here, man. Sam Howe, in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. he reminds me of when, like, when Peyton Manning first came along. Peyton Manning, I mean, was making mistakes all over the place, and he wasn't as good as advertised that first season because I could tell you who the coach was for the Burgundy and Gold at the time. It was North Turner. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what, North Turner went up in there with a defense and gave Peyton Manning problems. So that first season that he really got to play that football, he didn't look all that great. But let me tell you, after that first season, there was a second season that came along, and good God almighty, and then the rest was history. And now the next thing you know, bam, I mean, Super Bowl with an S. Right, <laughs> too. Okay. Well, look. So, therefore, that's the way I look at Sam Howe. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something about Sam Howe. The dude is going to be all right. He reminds me a lot like what Rex Grossman was, but just a little better. In between the 20s, Rex Grossman was a bad man. He can move you from his 20 to your 20. It was just he had problems scoring touchdowns because somewhere around the red zone, he'd give the ball, the the other ball, the he would give the ball to the other team easily. Yeah. And it's run back, pick six, run back, whatever, middle of the field or whatever. But here's what I say. That's not Sam Howe. This is the part of Sam Howe, what he has, where Rose Grexman showed us. He makes a mistake. When he get back on the field again, whatever that mistake was, that was that mistake on that series. Sam Howe will be lucky if he has the career that Rex Grossman has being a fifth-round quarterback. I appreciate the call, as always, my partner. Continue to do your thing out there on the old DoorDash app. We'll take one more call here. Let's go to Eric in Vienna. What's going on, Eric? What's up, Linnell, my brother? How are you? I'm good, baby. How you doing? Before I start, man, I just want to give a shout-out to all uh, educators. I'm an educator myself. 
who are who will be starting um, this week uh, with our students in PG County, uh, as well as uh, the other counties in the state of Maryland. So shout out to all of you guys. Hey, yes, sir. Well, here. I so, appreciate um, you. What you do, man? Yeah, yeah. I'm on a grind myself. I'm headed to James Madison. I'm a photographer on the side. Okay. Uh, headed to James Madison University. But anyway, um, Linnell, look, man. We need you to relax, bro. <laughs> now, okay. Now, if if Sam Howell had Scott Turner as his offensive coordinator, yes, you'd worry. I would be completely, completely concerned. Okay, he has a much better uh, staff that supports him and the enemy and his staff. That's number one. Secondly, what we also forget is Sam Howell basically sat and rode the Hey, Eric, I don't mean here. to cut you off. I did bad radio here. We're up against the clock. We got a hard out at the bottom of the hour. Call back. We'll take your call again if you want to. Coming up next, we'll take more of your calls here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.